baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. But we are live, live streaming, and so tell all of your friends, Tags Podcast, Talk About Gay Sex is live right now. Speak up so everyone in the back can hear you. All right, calm down, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> it's, um, so, so we're so live bossy. on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Tags Podcast. I am so happy and grateful that you guys are all here tonight. Thank you guys it, for coming. It is World Pride, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> It's the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. Thank God, 50 years. My name is Steve Rodriguez. I host this show called Tags Podcast. Talk about gay sex. We really go into it, naughtily and all that. And that's not a word, and I know that. And I'm sitting next to my co-host Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hi guys. And my other co-host, love him dearly, Steve Carpenter. Woo! Hi, guys. So for people that don't know, we are a weekly Tuesday podcast that comes out every single week. I love that today we're interpreting this episode. Hello, Susan. We're, no worries. We're interpreting we this episode started. for the hearing impaired. Just started. And make yourself comfortable over there, Susan. And we've got our hearing impaired. And I was so struck by the idea that you could take a podcast and make it for the hearing impaired. And Because isn't, isn't that what Pride is about, inclusion? And Susan does every leather event, too. All the yes, leather you events. Yes, you know her. Yes, you're right. Awesome. <laughs> so, you guys, um, happy World Pride. And like I said, we do this weekly show. Um, if you guys aren't up to speed, we're going to get you up to speed. Recently, we've been talking about prep a lot. And for those of you who don't know... Prep has been shown. We've got a lot of flack. We're at uh, this really, I feel, tipping point with our show right now where mm. we're getting people from around the world messaging us, and it's really kind of cool, but we get a lot of flack for it, too, so when we're wrong. And I just wanted to come out today to say that I'm officially on Prep. <laughs> Yay! Good job, Steven. Yeah, I don't know if that's appropriate. This is a prop from us. This is a prop from Party City. (laughs) 
But um, my good friend Rob is in the audience today, and he was really, you know, we talked so much openly about our sexuality, and it really took a conversation with him, and, you know, you are what you speak. I mean, really, like, so I'm, I'm good with it. Rob and I were at the Folsom East Street Fair the other day. It's not like San Francisco, y'all, but it's really... <laughs> It's yeah. the G-rated version, as someone, as someone else told me. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> but um, for those of you who don't know right now, um, meningitis is back on the rise. And just to, not to be a downer right now, but they were offering free uh, vaccines. And so I got that, as well as my hepatitis B. And Steve Carpenter and I got our HPV mm-hmm. vaccinations with we Dr. Did. Goldstein. We did. A series so. of three shots. I know. I feel like we're, like, vaccinated. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I, I know. And you're it's good a, to go. Exactly. So that's my pride story on this World Pride Day to kick off. But, Jeremy, what you know, every year we ask this question, what does pride mean to you? But this is a very particular, interesting pride. It's world pride. Any thoughts on what it means to you? Uh, For me, the meaning is very important and special because in August of this summer, it will mark 10 years that I've lived in New York. So for me, World world Pride celebrating with like everybody from all different places coming here to join together, all of our community, just it's super special and it's awesome to spend it with family, friends, whoever you have around. Anyone becomes your family and friend on Pride. And then in New York, of course, you'll just make so many new friends on Pride. So that's what it means to me, and I'm excited for it. Awesome. I love that. Carpenter, any thoughts on this world Pride? Oh, I've got tons of thoughts, of course. Yeah, I know you so, do. I know. Let's see. <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 grew up in, I grew up in the Detroit area, and we got some Detroit boys here tonight. Yes! Shout out to the Detroit boys. Some of our um, listeners, actually. Yeah, they listen to us all the time. Um, I left Detroit as soon as I figured out where I was. Um, <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. No, I've been here for I've been here forever. I mean, I I remember the 25th um, anniversary of Stonewall in New York, which was fun. Um, for me, it's you know it, it's bittersweet. I'm still here, um, whereas so many of my friends are not. Um, so it's bittersweet in that sense. Um, but I you know I carry them with me in my heart. I have made so many new friends and. You know, the fact that I'm still here um, and I've got all these wonderful friends and I'm doing this fabulous podcast. Aww. I'm very thankful. I'm thankful oh. and I'm, I'm thankful for, for where things are and where the gay movement has gone. So I know. love that. Thank yeah. you. Sure. And no. what would you say it means to you? You know, yeah, your turn, girl. so much. <laughs> I'm, I mean, a lot of it had to do with the, taking that turning point. And we talk so much about Truvada and prep. Mm-hmm. And I'm of the 90s era where condoms, I just got used to that whole thing. And I was, and I like my cocktail. So I know like this drug works with your liver. Anyways, <laughs> I was in a mess about it. But yeah. so for me, it's kind of like, wow, here deal. I am. We'll see how I do. Uh, and yeah. if you listen to our show, talk about gay sex, tags, podcasts every week. We are brutally honest and we have brutally opinions honest. to say. Yeah. <laughs> And people write in and when they like us and when they don't like us. Right. So, but we try and get it right, and we do. Yeah, and try and get it right, good and, press, so. and people will call in or they will write in and tell us when we're not, 
or if they think we're not when we really are. Exactly. <laughs> and just so you know, normally this show's a conversation. We sit around yeah. this apartment, actually, with wine, and we're very, like, conversational, and we have no one's watching us. So when we do these live ones, and we're developing it for a TV show, my sister's my producing partner, and she's over here, and she means the world to me. Hey, Vivian. And we really think that the show has some legs, so stay tuned for that. But I wanted to, on this World Pride, um, I want to go throughout the night. We have some special guests. We have some giveaways that you're going to really like. But um, we have some great quotes. Yeah, and so Jeremy, I'm going to start with one. Uh, it goes like this. Uh, we the people declare today that the most evident of truths, that all of us are created equal, is the star that guides us still. Just that it... Just as it guided our forebears through Seneca Falls and Selma and Stonewall from Barack Obama. Barack Obama, y'all. <laughs> Frank Pond and maybe Christine, I know you may have been at the White House when he invited you all there, and that was pretty monumental. So kudos to that. Let's bring out our first guest. Susan, tell me if we're going too fast. <laughs> She's doing just fine. <laughs> so let me just preface our first guest. Our first guest wrote a book recently, and I remember him when I didn't live. I've lived here for 12 years in New York, and when I didn't live here before, I would go to this bar that was called G Lounge. And the owner of that bar, Michael McGrail, is in the audience, and I'm, he, he has given us such an opportunity. Yes, he has. And G Lounge, for people that don't know, was the it, hot, yay spot that you wanted to be at, see and be seen at all throughout the late 90s into 2000s. And I would come into the city, and I would remember this guy. His name was Achilles. How can't you remember a name Achilles? And I had a huge crush on him, and we'll, we will put him on the spot in a second. But he wrote this <laughs> tell-all tell -all book about, it's a memoir, and it's called Raised by the Bar, and Achilles Yodel, come up here, because I want you to talk about your new book. This is it. <laughs> come sit next to me, girl. <laughs> talk really close into that mic, like it's you know what. And, uh, just, just saying. Yeah, hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank Hi. you for having me here. Yes. Of course. So I have to say something like, I don't know if you remember, I'm just going to put you on the spot, like, but one, we did go on a date Yes, once, we did. I was telling I, Corey about that. And I totally yes. was waiting to, and we've been talking, and I haven't, like, yeah. mentioned that. I know it was going to be awkward, but that's what I do. And, and yeah, do you remember <laughs> I met your Basset Hound? I, yes, but I had a Basset Hound, Apollo, and we were, uh, it was in Hell's Kitchen. I think yes, it was on 9th yes. Avenue, the restaurant I know, not we were that at. memorable, but for me, for you. No, uh, uh, <laughs> no I, memorable I for me, memorable for me. No, no, I, I, I do remember it, yes. Anyways, congratulations on this book. <laughs> no, okay, now, now, okay now, now that he made that face, let me, let, let me go ahead and, and, and just explain that when we went on the date, it was very, uh, it was interesting to me because Steve and I, we really hit it off from, from the get-go. We did. And we were just talking, whatever, the date was great, the conversation was great. But to me, it felt like I was on a date with myself. I thought we were just so similar. And I was like, I really like this guy and so forth. I guess like he made, we, we could have easily been raised like a year apart in the same household or whatever. Oh, my so, God. How long did you rehearse that answer? Because that's like perfection. I love <laughs> like, just oh, stop bitch, right now. Please. Oh, oh, 
it, 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 it really was how I felt. So it's one of those things. It was like, oh, wow, he's, he's really nice. I, I want to be friends. But then you, I think we can all relate to where you meet someone that you don't, in terms of like, let's say the chemistry, sexual chemistry, whatever, it might not be there, but you want it to be there. Yeah. Okay. Just mm-hmm. like on the flip side, where sometimes you feel a sexual chemistry that you, you know don't should not be there, be there. Yeah. but it's there. Yeah, that's and, true. And, and, and that's why, to me, I always felt that chemistry was something that you can't as much as we might try to create it, yeah. to make it happen, mm-hmm. or sometimes you try to deny it. You're with someone who is safe and secure and nice, and yet then you meet someone else who's like, my God, this is like so amazing. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was just kind of went that way. So that's why I think our friendship has endured. But And guys, don't worry. Yeah. You didn't read it. I'm going to make you read it. But So I'll <laughs> ask these questions. But Achilles... This is really a page turner, and I'm not Mr. Reader here. I was, like, devouring it. But part of it, we'll get into your coming out story. But in general, it seems like you're looking for love from coming out period into as of recent. And there's so many beautiful stories that well, I, are I, about that. Well, Can then you talk I, about I, that? I will say, you know, uh, in 19... 19- 95, I think, is when it takes off, you know, and as far as, like, you know, I'm 46 now, so I, I know that I was 21 when I came out of the closet. Miami. Yeah, in Miami. And for those who don't know, in you know, at, in that year in Miami, there was no gay pride parade. There was no gay community center. Wow. Ellen still hadn't come out of the closet. There was nothing that was gay. The wow. one thing that was the tipping stone for me, you know, seeing something that was gay was actually Tom Hanks and Antonio Banderas in the movie Philadelphia. Tom Hanks with his A's and so forth and he's like doing his thing. But they slow danced in his living room and in this one scene in the movie and I just saw these two men being romantic. That was my takeaway. The movie obviously had a lot of other stuff going on. But my takeaway was like, wow, two men can be together, these two movie stars and so forth. So I just really didn't... Sorry, sorry. We just got to fix it. There you go. Okay, so for me, I just really didn't realize until I saw that what was possible. So once I saw that was possible, that's where the book kind of launches off and I thought that I was going to... uh, Explode? <laughs> I thought that I was going to go to a club and and find my husband right off the bat. Yes, that's Aww. what I thought. So you guys, the yes. book is hilarious. I won't go into the, all the details, but it's, it's really hilarious and t- telling. And I just want, would want to ask you, how did you have a moment that you decided how vulnerable you wanted to be? And Because I know you've been trying to write... Yeah. different things and and knowing that you're going to see people what does that do to your mind and all that okay so there was the the book took longer than i thought because there was different versions of it the first version of this book was very sex in the city scandals and and, and like all of this kind of stuff and uh, i think it would have sold a lot better if if i <laughs> went with that version but I didn't feel like I could stand behind it. I felt like some of the people who were in the book that would see themselves, even if no one else saw them, knew that it was them, because I changed the names and stuff, that they would somehow feel embarrassed by it, or they might see people posting stuff about, oh, that person was a this. And I was like, I don't want anyone to read the book and feel embarrassed for having had whatever interaction they had with me. So that also changed the version of it. So I went from the standpoint of, what do I wish I knew before coming out into the gay scene? You know, so because I had my own ideas and I and I feel like when it comes to sex, as a great example, like when you're going to go and have sex, gay sex was never really explained to me. I didn't know what it was. And then I had that novel, that book. Right. (laughs) There's no manual to it. They didn't have porn up. I do believe that every gay 
man, I think a lot of people just in general, whether they're straight or gay, whatever, but for a lot of gay men, they go into the gay scene, into gay sex with this list of, I'm not going to do this, I won't do that, I won't do this unless he does it first. You know, you have all these, like, rules in your head. Yeah. But then when you meet a guy, which later on in the chapter, like, you know, uh, for a very long time, I was like, I'm not going to bottom until I'm in love. Yeah, which is... And I... I said that when I was 21, and that lasted until I was 30. Thank you very much. But oh, then wow. what happened? I was 30. I fell in love, but I didn't know how to bottom it. I was like, I'm not going to be any good at it, so he's not going to want me. So I was like, what would it... I, now what do I do? Exactly. So who's going to show me at that late age? By that point, I was already a bartender at G-Lounge. It's like the idea of a G-Lounge bartender not knowing how to bottom. I was like, I just don't think, how am I going to be sexy when I'm doing it? I'm sure it? some of those Go-Go's could help you find out. You know, the, the Go-Go's are, are people too. They, they all have their own. So here's a question for you. Yes. Um, throughout the years, I mean, we all have our crushes on bartenders when we go out. I certainly do. I'm, my friends will attest that Steve and a bartender. But what... what God... For I know you talk a lot about it in the book, but just to give our audience a little bit of perspective on what are you thinking when someone's coming on to you and they're... Oh, well, yeah. okay, so before I was ever a bartender, I went to a bar that I won't name called Barracuda. And, um, <laughs> We're I, not editing this either. I, so I, I went there. It's live. I was, I was on my own, and uh, there was a bartender there who I thought was really cute. And I, th I thought there was a chemistry there, chatting and talking, whatever, so forth. And, you know, I was tipping him all this money to show him how much I really liked him. And he's like, yeah. uh, I know yeah. you waste a lot of money, right? Real <laughs> romantic. So I was like completely trash. So then I was like, well, I'm getting a little messy, so let me go ahead and leave. And then I'll come back later. He said, well, just come get me when I get off of work. Yeah. So I left. And when I went back, I remember I was knocking the door. Barracuda, of course, had closed a little early. And I was telling the guy, no, he wants to see me. He wants to see me. And I saw through the crack of the door when somebody went to tell the bartender, I saw him saying, like, no, no, I want nothing to do with this guy. Oh. So in my drunken stupor, oh, I was able to really remember that particular piece of information. Oh. So I always told myself, once I became a bartender years later, I said, I will not lead somebody on just so that I can that make tips. I won't do it. Now, my yeah. uh, wonderful old former boss who's here in the audience, he was all, you know, sex sales, blah, 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 and it's all fine and well, but it was like, I just don't, I didn't like the fact that some people's feelings can legitimately be hurt by yeah. that. So They you know, do. They hurt really bad. And they bad. can be hurt. So I would, I mean, I, now, did I lie? Absolutely. People say, oh, so do you have a boyfriend? And I would say, yes, I have a boyfriend if I was not interested in them. But then I would say, but oh, but you know, you're, you're so adorable. If I didn't have a boyfriend, you know, I totally would, you know, so they can walk away feeling better. I feel like people don't go to the bar just for sex. I think people go to a bar so that they can feel better. And now, uh -huh. sex is an easy way to go. Yes, sex sells, but it's not the only thing that sells. That's so true. I felt like uh -huh. if you go to the bar and you make a really good friend, which is way more val valuable than any trick, in my opinion, then you walk away feeling better. So I kind When's of felt the follow-up self-help book coming out? Because I'm like, <laughs> all about it. I am on board. Well, I, I would have loved Oprah. a gay, a gay self-help book kind yeah. of a thing. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, you I will produce it. I will help produce it. <laughs> yes, that's in, your next book, in How the, to Be in a the Bottom. In the book, it shows how I tried to be a good bottom. It's pretty amazing embarrassing but I just I I felt that it was important to talk about things that I wished someone had spoken to me about 
I did not expect as many people to read the book as who have read the book. I live in Quakertown, Pennsylvania, and they've been reading that book plenty, and I was not prepared for that <laughs> very Christian community to and very Christian so much community was reading, reading your book. Yeah, they, that's awesome. They just really liked me, but they didn't. They weren't expecting. Oh, and he wrote a that. book too, and then their eyebrows are going. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, before yeah. we let you go, and everybody needs to read "Raised by the Bar," a memoir by Achilles Yeldell. It's on our site. You can get it on Amazon. Yes, thank you. It's really a. It's a great summer read. It's really fun. Um, but for this World Pride, what would you want to tell? Um, y- you know, younger folks or any. Anybody, really? What's your uh, message? What I would, what, my message would be really for for all the generations. You know, when I was in uh, when I was in college, I did a report on Stonewall. We had to do something, an event, or whatever. And, and in Miami back then, being gay was not really uh, something that they no. talked about much. But I did a report on Stonewall, and I think that a lot of gay people don't realize the LGBT community. What they don't realize is that. Back when that riot happened, it was against the law to be dancing with somebody of the of the same oh, yeah. sex. Yeah. Wow. So when the cops would break in on their random raids, you know, these gay men would have to switch up with like the lesbians to just pretend that they were dancing with that one. Oh, that there Lord. are so many things that we take for granted now mm-hmm. that people had to really, yeah. really fight to go ahead and be able to do. The fact that people say, oh, this bar is tired. The fact that you have a bar and that you Thank can you. choose from so many different yeah. bars can really go ahead and, 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 and the fact that we... We benefit from it, but to at least take that one day out of the year to really go ahead and be grateful yeah, for that's, that. Wow. That's awesome. Thank that's really you awesome. Thank so much. Yeah. Achilles Gildell, the book is called Raised by yeah, no, thank the you. Bar. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Thank you, babe. All right, so we've got a second... Well, actually, we've got a giveaway, and we've got some amazing people here. But before I go on, this August, I am actually going on a new cruise line that's going to give... There's another cruise line, gay cruise line, that we all know of. We're not going to say the name. But there's a newer one called Vakaya, like Vacation Vakaya. I love the name. And it's the the current one is uh, departing here in New York City and going to P-Town for Carnival. And I'm on it with my friend Frank. I'm so excited to go. My friend Tracy's here, who's wor- who's is his company, and Christine Chenoweth is going to be on it. And there's got like so many great people, DJ Corey Craig and Cunningham, and a lot of people. Anyways, um, but they're going to be doing a lot of new cruises. Then I think it's time to give a little twist to it all. So Vakaya Cruise, if you can join me, that would be great. And Steve Carpenter, would you read our our second quote of the night on this gay pride? I can try. okay second quote Um, share what you know with someone you don't agree with Um, think about that Uh, okay try it get outside of your comfort zone Uh, let's try to be more forgiving maybe we will find uh, I'm sorry the highlighter is (laughs) sorry maybe we'll find an opening to let the light come in here, I'll read it. it. <laughs> let's close up. Let's close up the distance between one human being and another. Are you ready to do that? And that was by Madonna, y'all. Oh. Sorry, and we love our Madonna. You didn't tell me I needed my glasses tonight. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, that was by Madonna. Um, so let's bring up our second guest. Uh, he has drawn me. He's drawn another guest that's in the audience. He's uh, really big around the world. Miguel Angel Reyes. Woo! Hi. Hello. How's everybody doing? 
And um, LA Magazine, our good friend Al, Frank Al and Christina Al sent me this. And I love Al because I have this new found friendship with an 83-year-old. And it's, I want to write a play about it because it's really special. But he sent me this and I opened it up. And you're in here as one of the, they're, they're calling it the art stars. And I met you years ago. We've worked together. You've drawn me. I'll show the picture in a minute. But... There was something that I was reading about your bio before you talk about your art that is very resonates with what's going on. And you That's talk right. about as a child, and I don't have the quote up right now, but essentially you were saying as a kid you grew up in Col Colima? No, I was actually born in Colima, which is in central Mexico. Uh, the closest thing you can think about is Puerto uh, Vallarta. It's close enough to that. Is the state, is the state next to it. Uh, but I, was in, I didn't grow up there. I grew up in Tijuana. And in San Diego later on when we first immigrated. And I've been in L.A. for 34 years since I went to college. But there was something you read in a, on your website on the bio that I read about that you, re you vividly remember before you had um, migrated to the States of hearing footsteps on your oh, front porch. If you could just talk about that, well, which this, is so relevant. In well, this is what it is. is I, uh, in Tijuana, when I was a kid from age, let's say, 7 to about 10 years old, we lived a block and a half away from the borderline. So uh, we would see people crossing our street all the time. Families, caravans of people. How do you call it? La Linea, yes, La Linea. <laughs> we used to call it El Otro Lado, the other side. That's what we called it. We never called it the U.S. or San Diego, El Otro Lado. And uh, so for a long time, we would see families crossing. or we have, we, uh, My father would always have people stop over, or relatives from my mother's side, my dad's side. They would all stay with us before they crossed the border. And later on, we, was, we um, grew up in San Isidro from age 10 to 19, uh, 19, and we had the same thing, situation. We had people crossing over, family members would cross and stay at our place, or people would hide behind our apartment hmm. all the time. And Because it, wow. it was really a good uh, <laughs> hiding area for everybody to go. Wow. So we had that. Wow. But, but the vivid memory that I had of a relative was that she crossed the border and it was a rainy season, so she came up all with mud all the way up to her neck. Oh, my like, God. Uh, her and the other person who crossed her over. Yeah, that's a vivid memory. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, wow. But your work, your art, I've been the subject of it. And twice. Twice. And <laughs> this is a recent one, or fairly it's recent two years ago. one. And the reason, the, the way that... Um, Miguel works, at least it, how we work. It was in this living room, yes. and you literally take a picture of me, and you sketch out on, like, marker pens just the silhouette, and you go home, and you fill it all in, and I'm like, this really looks like me, and it's crazy. Well, yeah. what I do is I, I like to do a, a quick sketch of the model, it, and I always have, want to have the model to be very comfortable, so it's up to them to be... Alcohol. <laughs> no. <laughs> no drinking, no drugs, nothing involved like that. I always ask, uh, before they come over, they know they're going to be either going to be nude or they're going to have implied nudity or they're going to be in a bathing suit or jockstrap or it's going to be sensual. Or baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple or home run you'll receive a prize 
Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. To be triple X and have all those situations happen. And also, if they want to pose with another model, whether it be romantic or actually having sex. Ooh. So that's another option for those out there who are ready. Juicy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's, um, a, it's, a, it's That's how I get my kicks. I don't. I really don't have a lot of sex myself, but I do like to see other people have sex. And draw it. And draw it. And draw it. And, uh, yeah. So we don't really need to ask where your inspiration comes from. Uh, <laughs> from my lower half? <laughs> two, from the two heads. <laughs> but giving it awesome. this world pride, I mean, did you have a period that you had to think about, like, wow, the style of art that I like to produce is pretty erotic out there, given my back... I don't know what, you know, your background was, but did you have... you? a moment when you tipped over and said, I'm just going to do the work that I want to produce? No, I always wanted just to draw people, uh, portraits and figures, but uh, this is only part of my work. I also do uh, commission work, and I've done murals for the city, Los Angeles. LACMA? No, not LACMA. No, 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 no. Okay. No, I've done murals murals in general throughout the city, like four or five of them. I did an AIDS mural back um, about 15, 20 years ago in uh, in Lincoln Park, which is uh, just north of Los Angeles. And uh, and that was a, like a big. Uh, they, they they looked for all the Latino artists in the city, and then they picked a few people. Um, the last mural that I did just recently was uh, it was a mural at next to Olvera Street, which is the oldest part of the LA, um, Los Angeles. And there's it's a new project called uh, the Plaza Village, and they were wanted the museum next to it is a Latino museum, a Mexican museum. They wanted an inspirational mural for um, the Latino community. So I eventually did a, a mural about uh, immigrants, and I actually got to use my whole family in it. And they were oh. the characters. So they oh, wanted to do awesome. how they started. Uh, they said one of the characters was the uh, healer, which is the, the grandmother, then the nurse, and then the doctor. So it was like three generations progressing in a traditional uh, way, you know. I mean, nothing has happened like that in my family, but it's pretty close. My mother did, uh, was a corandera, but she was, she was practiced, uh, an apprentice to a corandera when she was a kid. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, she did that. And on this skate, World Pride, you're here in New York. Yes. Um, any thoughts that you want to share with, like, what would you want? Well, I, I, I love uh, coming to New York. It is my place that I come once a year to just draw. But also, uh, like, uh, I'm also a photographer, so I like to take pictures of everywhere I go. Photographs everywhere, document everything that I see. And I actually was at the Folsom East, uh, and I took a lot of pictures, and then I'm going to be at the parade and hopefully at Pride, uh, Pride Island. So, and, I, and I love it. It's a scene of different kinds of people from everywhere. It's uh, fantastic. I love it. When we've known Great. each other and you've shot me for years and years, I love it. People can follow you at what? I only do Facebook. I'm an old person, so no, actually, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, don't Who? I actually have one picture on my Instagram, one photo only, and but I have like 200 tags from other people who have drawn, so they tag me there. 
That's the only reason why I have it. So people oh. can tag you. See, people can tag you. That's about it. <laughs> Thank awesome. you so much, Miguel. No Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for having Thank me. Absolutely. So we have some really cool giveaways, and we ha- we thought it would be fun to do like some trivia. And Jeremy, do you want to? So, so we're going to do it. Yeah, yeah we're going to. So I'm going to read the question. Whoever raises their hand first, respectably, will be picked on. And then if you have the right answer, you'll get the prize. They'll be picked on. <laughs> yeah. We'll select them, bitch. <laughs> you get picked you on. Know if you know what I don't mean. Know correctly. You know what I mean. All right. So Whatever. here's our first question. Anyways, so when was the first gay and lesbian march on Washington? You in the back. <laughs> Uh, kind of close, but no. It wasn't a real march. Maybe you're talking about the... The one in Washington, D.C. Yeah, 1979, October 13th. And no. Anybody else? Gregory, you were probably there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pay for that. <laughs> okay, so we picked it and nobody knows the fucking answer. Okay. Let's get, well, we'll check that, Mike, but I think it's 1965, and it's the one in, 19, in, in front of the White House. If you're talking about 30 guys marching in front of the White House, yes. Yeah, that was pivotal. Yeah, that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. okay, so ask this next one. <laughs> in what year did the American Psychological Association remove homosexuality from its list of mental disorders? Ah. Oh, what state? What state? No. No, 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 Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. What year? So you got the year completely right, and by who? Which MD? Oh, that's the bonus. That's that's, okay. That's that's a bonus. (laughs) So... Come up here. Can you hit your bag? So you're getting... I didn't make the questions. He's actually Mike, and can you hand him a bag? This, oh, so this for film, you. he had to leave earlier, but there's a film called Cherry Grove Stories. It's on all platforms right now, and it's a really good about um, Cherry Grove and how in the inception. And he was here earlier, yes. and he was here earlier. This yeah. as well. It's Absolutely. a great film. It really is. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, and so and I can read these. There's no okay. So John E. Fryer, John E. Fryer, just FYI, was the guy that was really responsible for taking taking it off the American Psychological Association from removing homosexuality, which is kind of cool. FYI, let's do one more because before we bring on our other guest, Carpenter. What was the first state to outlaw discrimination based on sexual orientation? Oh, God. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Bueller? I was stumped Bueller? when I heard this. Bueller? I was stumped. It's so read it again. Read it again. What was the first state? What was the first state to outlaw discrimination based on sexual orientation? Oh, my God. Oh, she got it. Wisconsin. All right. Do you want to read that little tidbit thing that's on there? Wisconsin outlawed this kind of discrimination in hey, listen 1982. Up, listen up about Wisconsin. Wisconsin outlawed this kind of discrimination in 1982. Since then, the following states have joined Wisconsin as of March 2002. California, Connecticut, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New Jersey, Rhode Island, and Vermont. 
That's for you. You win it. You better use it. You better use it. I think there's lube in there. Yeah, so one of our current sponsors... One, one of our current sponsors is Promescent, and Promescent works with premature ejaculation, and it is a, a real thing. But for our community, it can also mean lasting longer at mm-hmm. that party. Mm-hmm. And so they have a... Just saying. Yep, they have a Climax Control Spray that they um, introduced that by the Food and Drug Administration, and they have a really good lube. The one you got is the silicon-based lube, and it's really good. I tried Woo! it out. Yay. So there you go. Please, please, wait to get, please wait to use it when you get home. Please don't try <laughs> it here. <laughs> Someone's saying no. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> So moving on, her daughter is saying no. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to bring up our third guest, but I want to shout out to DJ Dog, who I love. He spins at the Eagle on Wednesday nights for Jockstrap Night. He's one of my favorite. He spins such great music. He's with the New York Cap over there. And thank you all for coming and and really supporting. It means a lot to us. Yes, we really love it. And and um. So I want to bring up our third guest, and Amelia in the back, thank you so much for coming with your fierce self. Um, our, th- our next guest is a DJ that if you become a Patreon member, we've gotten to a level now where we've really reached a tipping point, which is kind of cool. Yes. And we have a Patreon page. And it re- all that means is that we have a separate site that if you like us... You really like us. And they you really pay, like us. You really like us. They really like and us. And you yes. get extra special sexy perks. And yes. one of the perks that we have is called this Dark and Dirty. Dark and Dirty. <laughs> it's an after show where we keep the the reels moving and we go a little bit darker and a little bit dirtier yeah. on our a sex capades. A little capades. more specific and graphic. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And we're not as kind and we're just a little bit more oh, out there. we're not kind at all. No. And, <laughs> and the music, you know, music is everything. And the music that leads into that is by a DJ, DJ Laurent. And if you'd come up here, he created this music, um, which I love, by the illustrious Blacks. Help me get that name right. The illustrious Blacks? Tell tell the name of the song that is our Dark and Dirty After Show theme. Illusions of Grandeur by Laurent featuring the illustrious Blacks. And you're Laurent, yes. I love it. Woo! Hi. Welcome, welcome. Happy Friday. Thanks, thanks for having me again. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the good? reasons... Is the positioning good? Yeah, I think yeah. it's right, good. good. Lighting, yep. I'm into it. Key lights? Yeah. <laughs> Key light, we're good. Right. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you back was that you spin dark and dirty music. And if you just talk about your style of music for people that don't know... I uh, describe my music as deep techno. And I think it just helps people fuck better. <laughs> and I do, and I do all these parties that are like late night parties that you know men come to meet each other. And I, I, th- I think it just. Thank you. Yeah. It's the music for that. Good. So it sets the mood. It sets the mood. Yeah. You have a current music video. I went to the music release of that. It's a super sexy song. Um, the t- Red Dark. The Red Dark. And you didn't give me the okay, the, so no, I yeah, think yeah, I can no, talk no, about no, it. Go ahead. But it, it's a super sexy video. It's posted on our website about a guy that's going out in the night 
and he's looking for that. It's a little BDSM related, and he's looking for that perfect, interesting that one person. person. That one person. Yeah. He sees. He, a, he goes through a lot that night. He goes through he a lot. It's that super person. sexy, and I love it. Shot a little bit at Nowhere Bar and Rock Bar. Yeah, Nowhere Bar was the interiors, and the Rock Bar was like the exteriors. Yeah. My question, it's though, I asked magic. you, though, you said Cinema that it was inspired magic. by your current boyfriend and how you met. So, Well, the, the ending of the video is inspired by how I met my current boyfriend. And the rest of the video is inspired by, you know, since I do all these late night parties, I find myself in literally red lights covered in smoke. <laughs> and so it's this guy's journey through the smoke and red lights until he... Meets his boyfriend. <laughs> it's so hot. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Is. Yeah, it was and, and where, of, yeah go ahead. where can we see this? You can see it on YouTube. Uh, it's on my YouTube channel, Royal Advisor Records. That's on my YouTube channel. And yeah, it's on YouTube. I love nice. it. Thank Great. you. And Thank you. Um, one of the things we do on our show is we talk about, uh, you've heard of hot topics. We do hot gay sex topics. And tonight is no different from any other. And I know mm -hmm. I sent you, Carpenter, earlier. Yeah. And there's mm -hmm. a current story out, and I, I want to bring mm -hmm. you in, Laurent, about a retired priest who reinvented himself as a gay adult <laughs> film star at the age of, no, get really. this, at the age of 83. He's already shot four porn gay videos and he's and it, going strong and, and, there's, and an, in, there's an interview with him where he talks about it and it's really interesting he said his housemate got him into it and I just in this current age of pedo, what's that? his housemate got him into it? his housemate got oh, him into amazing. it, he was retired I didn't know you could <laughs> retire from the <laughs> priesthood Priesthood. <laughs> apparently you can and he and he's all about it. And part of me is, like, horrified. Part of me is like, you go. Yeah. Because of ageism. Do it up. Ageism yep. in general. And at 83, you... i am always been about... I mean, uh, just look at me. Like, I'm 48, and everyone's always like, what is going on with him? And I'm like, yeah. I have braids, <laughs> y'all. This is the moment. And just take. get over it and move on. Like, just... My mom has gotten used to it, so my 82-year-old mom has gotten used to it. She even... <laughs> so she at 83, to be able to do that, yeah. and I just, what do you guys think about that? I mean... I love it. I, I think it's awesome, you know? It just, you know, sexuality doesn't stop at a certain age, necessarily. You know, I, I've known several older people, and, you know, that are still out there. <laughs> They're still out there going for it, and it's like, good for you. Good for you. So well, I, I think yeah. you're yeah, never too old to start having fun, right? That's true. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can exactly. always better yourself. Very true. <laughs> Even if you are going to be a porn star. I mean, <laughs> One of the From things priest to porn star. I mean, that's a, that sounds like a good title, doesn't it? From it priest does. to porn star. <laughs> well, you know, my mind couldn't help but go there with all pedophilia going on. There were no stories of this person showing that he had a history of pedophilia. So it's like he's served his time, if you will, clean, <laughs> so to speak. And yeah. and now he's done. So it's like from the altar to the sling. Kind of <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, that's, the, <laughs> that's, the, that's the name of my exactly. biography. His new movie. <laughs> <laughs> from, from the altar to the sling. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. 
I like that. Oh, and you know, I, I want to see up, that. I, film. I want royalties when he does that. I grew up. That, <laughs> I grew up in that Catholic church. My sister did too. She can attest to it. And it, yeah, I have horror stories and, and on and on, whatever. But. I just think, wow, this is kind of cool that mm. to reinvent yourself, if nothing else, right? Especially the, on, you know, the, when we're having World Pride, so yeah, just it, do it all up. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Oh, can we have you read our current quote for yeah, of course. a new one? This one right here. Okay. This last one? Green. Um, yes. This one? Yes. Apparently yeah, the green's hard recording. to see. <laughs> we should indeed ke- keep calm in the face of difference and live our lives in a stage of inclusion and wonder at the diversity of humanity. George Takei. Amen. Takei, yeah. And it's Takei, right? Takei. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. yes. You got it right. Thank you so much. And people can follow you where? People can follow me on Instagram. It's DJ underscore L-O-R-A-N-T. And that's just my favorite medium of medium of social media. So that's all. And that's where Instagram. we can hear about your parties. Instagram, your yeah. red parties. Yeah, yeah, my red okay. parties. Your red and parties. also, you know, okay. if you listen to SoundCloud, it's uh, DJ L O R A N T on SoundCloud. Okay. Right. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. I love Great. it. Thank, Thank you. Okay. So, um, Steve Carpenter, we, you know, we've been doing this now for two years, and we're friends. We hang out, and he'll send. We'll each all send each other stories that are making the news that we think we should talk about. And there is one right now about. Um, yeah, okay. I think. Well, before I just wanted to yeah, preface it. I think when we think it's 2019 and wow, like it should be so easy to come out and gay. Okay, there's so many stories right now that it's not, and mm-hmm. there's one right now. Did you want to? Yeah. So actually, I heard this from from uh, Bruce Beckham, who has been on our show a couple of times. Um, this was actually on his Instagram, and I looked it up, and it was. It was really kind of shocking for this day and age. So this guy, this young man, um, came out to his family. And, you know, thinking, you know, the, the mother was great with it, the brothers and sisters, yeah, we know. The father, nothing to do with him. Doesn't want anything to do with him. And he's like, you know, well, I don't know how you're going to college next year because I'm not paying for it. So, yeah, I know, wow, just that's... You know, and they were divorced, right? The mom yeah, they're divorced, but still, you know, this this is his father, and so they put up a GoFundMe page, and the amount of money that's been going in, people have been donating, you know, twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, fifty bucks, whatever, and he's already got like almost eight thousand dollars, something like that, and he put up a video today that was just, you know, a thank you video, and he's just overwhelmed at the community that has come together and just said, you know, we get it, we understand, we're going to help, you know. So just little amounts of people that have, you know, that people have been able to donate is, is really making a big difference. And this guy is just, you know, very overwhelmed at the, you know, the welcoming and the warmth from the gay community. And it's just, it, it was just really, it's really nice to see. And something around, especially right now around gay pride, mm-hmm. you know, when you hear of things like that, it's so nice to see somebody, you know, who... It doesn't mean it has a family member or whomever that rejects them, and then to turn around and be completely embraced and find support by the gay community. Exactly, 
you know. Um, and one of the things I was struck by was that he was um, shy on how much he really wanted to put out there. In other words, his yeah. tuition is very high. Right. He actually was a little bit lower on the amount because right. he's going to work and he has other scholarships that are coming in and he didn't want it to be all about like getting all this money. He didn't really want to put up a GoFundMe page. He all. was like, no, he says, I don't, I don't want to ask for that kind of help. And, you know, and, but he really wants this college. You know, he wants to go to this school. He's already been accepted. And just, you know, this whole thing of, you know, just the funding was the issue. So, um, so there's a link. We'll put it on the, the web page. Yes, um, we, yes, we will text, put it on our site. The Tags Podcast web page. So, you know, if you can throw him a couple of dollars, that would be great. You know, and I'm sure he'll appreciate it. So his, name's, his name is, is James M. He's not, you know, giving his last name, which is too bad because I'd really like to find out who his father is and send him an email. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so. I think everybody would at this point. <laughs> so... Well, before we go, we want to um, we have s- a few more giveaways and some fun trivia. Jeremy, do you want to read the next one? Yes. Yeah, so, okay, so just raise your hand if you know the answer. The next one is which president made it illegal for the U.S. government to employ homosexuals? So what president made it illegal to hire? Like, like you cannot hire any homosexuals. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a uh, go-to. Christine's raising her hand again. Scott. No. No? Nope. Mike? No? Nope. Tracy? A little bit later. Anybody else? You can guess. Eisenhower. 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 Yes, you got it. Yes. You got it. Yes. Can you hand that bag over? And this. (laughs) Oh, and this one needs lube, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do this And a big shout out to Promescent, who um, is one of our sponsors for the lube. And thank you. Uh, one last, one last trivia question. I, I, we, my sister and I had so much fun like looking these up because we were like, "Wow, we didn't know that." And it's, it's <laughs> such a clearly great nobody else did either. <laughs> We thought we knew a lot. Yeah. Anyways, this next question, it's our last one. It's what AIDS awareness group was formed in 1987 in New York City? Shit. I got, I got, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Can you hand him that? All right. All right. Oh, we have one more. Do we have one more question? We do. We got another question. Oh, yes. That's a good thing. Oh, God. It's so lovely. All right. Do you want me to do it? All right. So we have one final one. We have one final giveaway. One more. Okay. So the now familiar rainbow flag was first designed by Gilbert Baker in 1978 in San Francisco. The flag now has how many stripes? Who said six? Uh, No, he's right. Six. What is it, the answer? It's, it's six. You don't even know it. He was right. So he now, who, who now, with the, how many stripes does it now have? No. It's eight. No, it's six. six. Oh. No. You got it. Yes. You got it. And you're wearing, okay. Okay. Oh, originally so, it had eight. So listen to this little tidbit. So this is, this is interesting. what I'm because, wearing tonight. Yeah. I didn't know this, but. So originally the flag had eight stripes, pink, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. They, they represent, in order, 
sexuality, life, pink healing. Pink means sexuality. 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 Which is what I'm wearing. We noticed, bitch. <laughs> the forgotten Sexuality, color. life, healing, sun, nature, art, harmony, and spirit. Okay. Um, then the pink collar was dropped because the color was not commercially available for flag manufacturing. Yeah, I'm not commercially available. <laughs> not going there. <laughs> uh, so it dropped because it wasn't commercially available. And then there, upon the murder of Harvey Milk in 1978, the indigo stripe was dropped so that the flag could be used uh, in a parade with an equal number of stripes, three per side on each side of the parade route. Uh, so the resulting was the six stripes. Woo! So, I want to I thank, thank our special guest, Achilles Yodel. And please, please, if you can, get his book, Raised by the Bar. It's a memoir. It is on uh, Amazon, and I love it. It's your summer read. Miguel Anjo Reyes, you can follow him. I'm Yay. so glad you did the show. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. DJ Laurent, you can follow him. I love your music. Thank you so much. My co-host, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Yes. Thank you. Steve Carpenter, thank you. Cheers. Vivian Mead, helping me produce this. Thank you very much. And thank you. Cheers, bitches. <laughs> And thank Susan, and thank you. Susan. Thank you, Susan, for signing. Awesome. All right, let's go. Let's party. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER and partnership with MGM Northfield Park.